What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Let's go. Hey everybody, Megan here. I am so glad to bring this guest on because she and I have very similar backgrounds, but she has an amazing story and I am so thankful to talk to her today. This is Jessica Williams of Tech Biz Girl. Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Megan. I'm really excited to be here. I, you know, I, I did some little stalking ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, first for everyone listening, Jessica and I were both in a traffic secrets challenge with Russell Brunson. Mm-hmm. And that was a while ago. But um, did you finish? I did not finish the book. I did not finish the book. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, I'm so, I, it was, it was super intense. Mm-hmm. I think it, if you haven't heard yet, um, Russell Brunson in this year launched another book called Traffic Secrets. And it's about uh, just how to grow your website, how to get more traffic, how to find more leads. And I got stuck. It was amazing. First off, it, it's really good, but mm-hmm. it is a lot of work but I, th- I feel like mm-hmm. would you agree like I feel like it's good work that you should be doing yes I agree but it's it's hard in the sense of like it's not just oh I'm gonna run this ad and, and get like these 500 subscribers it like really takes you have to take a step back and think about who am I trying to reach you know what can I do for them um like who are my dream customers like all that kind of, like you have to just take the time to get past a lot of hard stuff, um, which will make all the other stuff easier. <laughs> it was, I got stuck. I mean, this, this isn't the topic, but yeah. I got stuck on um, the dream 100 with like train, trying to find websites that weren't blogs because I felt like all of the people I was looking for will go to blogs. And that was a separate category. I'm like, the fuck do other people go to where do they go to find things i know and then it's hard to ask too because i don't it's it's really hard to get that information like i think you literally have to get people on the phone that you think are on your target that are in your target market and ask them actually the question you know or what i found myself doing a lot was okay i i 
was my customer a little bit ago. I still feel like I am most days. Um, so it's like, what kind of things was I looking for? What kind of resources and websites was I going to? And that's that's the only thing that kind of helped me through that exercise. But I got nowhere near 100 dream customers. <laughs> well, I feel like this is the perfect segue since you said you were or maybe still are your customer. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your story. Oh, my story. Yes. Okay. I was born in, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, so I, um, so right now I am all about helping people start side hustles, mainly because um, I, I have been a side hustler for a while and I do see, um, I do see some issues that I uh, have, have problems with. One of those issues is that um, a lot of times I feel like entrepreneurship is so glorified, uh, especially right now. And, and not to say that entrepreneurship is bad, but um, there's this theme or stigma or what have you about like, oh, well, you're not a real entrepreneur, you know, if you don't go 100% and quit your job and go all in. And, and I don't think that's fair. And I don't think that's correct. Um, a lot of people can't do that. Uh, even if they wanted to, for whatever circumstances there are. Um, and full-time entrepreneurship is hard, right? It's it's not for everyone. And so for me, um, I wanted to give uh, people another option um, to do something on the side that they love. Um, but also there are people out there that also love their day jobs, you know, and, um, but they still want to create something of their own. So those are, you know, the types of people that I'm talking to. Um, mainly when I, um, when I started my blog, uh, back in 2011, um, I started it because I, it, it, it didn't really, it just kind of came into existence. Basically, I saw that these women were trying to start businesses and they were getting stuck by the technology piece. Right. And so when I started my blog, it was all about, let me help them figure out the tech stuff to their, um, online businesses. And, you know, I did that for a long time. Um, and, you know, then all of a sudden it morphed into me providing services and me doing trainings and all this kind of stuff. Um, and what was cool about that opportunity, though, or just cool about that experience in general was that that um, that exposed me to a whole different audience of people I probably never would have met in my career otherwise, because you know, when I started my blog at the time, I was a network engineer. So I was very much a woman in the tech world. And like everybody that I kind of interacted with was somebody in the tech world, you know? And so starting this blog just kind of opened up my eyes to these other networks and these other audiences. And because of that, when I was ready to, for a bit of a career change, you know, I was kind of able to talk to that audience and find another opportunity. Um, one that actually led me to um, being a co-leader of a program for women entrepreneurs um, who were building tech startups. And it's like, what? It was kind of amazing. Um, but the side hustle that I had been doing up to that point paved the way for that. Um, but what was great about that, well, well, one, the side hustle made it happen essentially. But two, it's like, wait, I can get paid to like help women with their businesses and like, that's my job, you know? And I think it was that that helped me realize that like, wait, I can probably find a day job that's also fulfilling and meaningful and makes an impact in the world. Um, and that was 
an amazing experience. I um, I did that for a little over two years and it was great. But that was that was the experience I needed to kind of help me see this whole um, culture of startups and women startups specifically, and mm-hmm. you know how often these women struggled with trying to raise money from venture capitalists or, or trying to get customers and these are the women who felt that they had to quit their jobs and go all in on this business. And then I had them coming to me later telling me, Jess, I had to go get a job and feeling like complete failures because of that. And it's like, no, you're not a failure. And it just made me so angry. And um, because they felt so bad about that. And I was like, I, I just wish there was, you know, there's another way, right? Like started as a side hustle, um, do it till you feel comfortable. You're making enough money. You got your six months or what have you in the bank. You know, you got consistent income, all that kind of stuff. And then take the leap. Cause I feel like that some people would be better off if they went that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was when I was kind of like, I, you know, I want to help more people start side hustles. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of what got me here. I felt like I was on a soapbox for a minute there. Sorry. No, that that was fantastic. I have so many questions. Okay. So are you noticing overall women starting more digital services or more physical products? Just just an average. Um, I that's a good question. I feel like it's more digital, but I think it's just because that's more talked about. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, um, I feel like there's not a lot of advice, or at least I don't see as much advice for starting a company, whether it's side hustle or full time, with a physical product. So, I think that just in my own experience, and when you said like, "Oh, I, th- these women will have to go get day jobs and feel so disappointed," I was totally there. When I remember, I had to tell someone else. Um, back when I started my first company that I was like, yeah, I have to go get a day job and just like the, the shame and the guilt. <laughs> and it was like, it's so silly because it was like, so what? I have to go and earn money and I'll go earn money here and there. And uh, it's so crazy. So I think that some people will look at a side hustle, whether it's, um, MLM or creating their own services or things like that. And they'll think like, Oh, I can do that. And then they sit down and they think, Oh, should I have no idea what to do? Like, Mm -hmm. When, when you see someone who is successful with a side hustle, like where, what is their origin story? Like on average? Ooh, wow. That's a good, um, that's a good question. I think a lot of it has to do with um, getting clear on why you're starting the side hustle in the first place. Um, I know it's a bit like, what? Like, that's the thing. Um, but I think that uh, it's really important to understand your motivations behind doing this. Like, making extra money is one thing. Um, but, you know, fulfilling a passion or starting a business or making an impact, like, you know, those those things are going to govern a lot of things, which is almost like what you'll say yes to and what you'll say no to, even when you're picking your side hustle idea. Um, and so that's, um, that's the thing I keep top of mind all the time because this is hard, right? Like it's, you know, I, I, I have this conversation a lot and I'm just like, you know, being a, being a full-time employee is hard. Being a full-time entrepreneur is hard, but like a side hustler 
is kind of straddling these two worlds and unfortunately only other side hustlers get it right like you you talk to somebody with a day job and sometimes they just don't understand some of the struggles and frustrations that you have as a side hustler um so the why is the thing that will keep you grounded and keep you sane and keep you going on those days. And and it's it's so easy to start things, right? Like it's much harder to keep going. Um, so I would say that's one thing. The other thing is consistency, I think, right? Like, um, and whatever that is for you, right? Like I think some people are very much hung up on the, oh my God, I have to blog two times every week and and stuff like that. but you set your own schedule, right? You don't have to do what everybody else is doing, but what can you do consistently to, you know, grow your blog or get customers or what have you. And sometimes it takes trial and error to figure out what that thing is. But I think once you land on it and once you do it consistently, you'll start to see how it pays off in many, many ways. So how do you recommend people work on the, a horribly frustrating balancing act of day job, <laughs> side hustle, life. Like, <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you maintain consistency in that kind of lifestyle? It's hard. Um, it's, it, it was even hard for me, right? Like I, um, I think it's about figuring out um, how much time you have, first of all, to really dedicate to the side hustle thing, keeping in mind that you do have a day job and you do have a life. Right. So like I would go super old school, get a calendar, block off everything. Right. Like even do markers and all that kind of stuff if you're more of a physical analog person. Um, but really get clear on like, when do you sleep? When do you eat? When do you spend time with your family? When do you work out? Like all the things that are important to you to keep in your life and um, really shade all those in whatever that is. Commute time. Well, maybe not so much now, but when we get back to the world, right? Um, commute time, all that kind of stuff. And <clears throat> and then see what's left over um, what and what that looks like. It could be um, a couple hours every couple of days. It could be your week is jam-packed, so you're going to maybe work on your side hustle on the weekends. It could be an hour here or there, right? Like whatever that is be okay with that because this is what your life is. And granted, you can always increase it later, but like be realistic about what time you do have. Um, and then based on that, figure out what you can work into that time period. And that could be coaching calls. That could be uh, writing. That could be making videos. Like I'm not sure what that is for you, but I would figure out how much time you have, figure out how much time it takes you to do things and then kind of figure out what you can do within that time period. Um, I know for me, when I first started my side hustle, I was working for a company, which I had been working for probably about eight years at that point. So I was very comfortable. I had a lot of time, all that kind of stuff. Everything was very predictable. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I got laid off and then I had to find a new job. And, um, and then once I started working that job, I basically had no... I had time, but I didn't have energy um, to work on my side hustle. Um, so then it was like, I basically got nothing done for that two or so years I was at that, at that job, mm -hmm. which basically led me to want to change that job because I wasn't able to work on my side hustle. So I wasn't getting any type of fulfillment anywhere. Um, and I needed that to change. And so 
when I found my next job, which was a little bit more um, stable and um, predictable schedule wise, I was kind of like, okay, and it was pretty demanding though still. So it's like, okay, what is one thing I can do consistently for my people um, that would help them? And so, you know, at the time it was like, I want to write a newsletter and I want to write it weekly and that's what I'm going to do. And, and it's like, if I can get this newsletter done every week, then I am good with my side hustle. Now, granted, like that might be different for other people. There could be something that they want to do that's going to make money or something else, whatever that is. For me, it was very much like, I want to do this newsletter. I want to do it weekly. And I've been doing it weekly for the most part for four years. Hey guys, Megan here. Just a reminder, I have regular Q&A episodes coming out. So if you want your questions answered, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question, all one word, and you'll be able to get your question posted. And if I feature it, you will get a copy, a free copy of my book, Day One, A Practical Guide to Launching Your Business. So again, head to meganbrame.com slash ask a question. And if your question gets featured, I'm sending you a free copy of my book as a thank you. Um, and it's been amazing, right? Um, so whatever that is, see what you can work into that time frame that you can do consistently. Um, and what it has done for me is it gets me visibility, it gets people on my list and into my world, like all that kind of stuff, which has been great. Do you think that there are things that are exclusive to side hustles as opposed to full-time entrepreneurship? I guess I mean like um, tasks or if you want to frame it the other way, do you think that there are things that are in full-time entrepreneurship that you shouldn't worry about with a side hustle? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, I'm not sure actually. Yeah. In my, in my head, it kind of feels like everything is, and I don't mean this to be like a negative thing, but like everything in a side hustle is like entrepreneurship light. You know what I mean? Like you still have yeah. to do, you still have to do mm-hmm. the booking, you still have to do the engagement, you still have to do the social media and the product development, all of this stuff. But mm-hmm. um, you have that additional balancing act of having this other day job, full time job, or whatever. And so you have to kind of take that all in stride. But yeah, I, I was just curious if you could think of anything that is separate. I don't think there is, but I don't think there is. I just think it's, it's that time factor and that juggling factor, but it's not necessarily different. I just think it's like you said, it's, um, it's lighter right. in the sense, or maybe harder in the sense. Cause it's like, you're trying to fit it in to a little bit of time, but, um, but yeah, like you have to do a lot of the same things. So let's talk about contentment with side hustling. And I don't even mean that in the sense of personal contentment. I mean more like dealing with outside people who when you like when you gotta hit this crossroads, what are you gonna do? Are you why are you working all these jobs? Why are you doing this when you should like how do you how do you tell everybody to shut up and just be content like how do you show your contentment with the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That is, that is an excellent question. Um, you know, I feel like 
it's easier to do that the older I get <laughs> because I think I care less about what other people think. Um, and, 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 and I say that a little bit tongue in cheek because I am very much a people pleaser. Um, but for me, you know, when I, when I started my side hustle, even way back when I was just blogging every week or whatever, when I first, first started, before I started that blog, I was very much burnt out. I was questioning my life. I was like, God, there has to be more to life than this. I wasn't sleeping. I just felt really, really unhappy. And um, starting that side hustle, even though I'm like, probably no one's reading this but my friends and, you know, but it just, it just made me so happy and it gave me purpose again. And, and what's really weird is like, obviously you have to juggle these things, right? But I felt so energized. Like I would stay up to like midnight working on my side hustle and then get up the next morning, go to work. And it was like, great. Um, and so I, I always get that from it, you know? And it's like, other people might not understand that, but like, it makes me happy. And, um, you know, for me, it's like, I'm just chasing what makes me happy. So, and of course there's gonna be people that don't get it and don't understand. Um, but you know, I'm very much like, if you don't like something, you can complain about it, right? Um, you can move on or you can do something to change it. And this is my way of changing um, my situation. So how do you recommend people, I'm not even sure how to phrase this. What's in my head is, mm -hmm. when is it working mm -hmm. versus understanding when is it not? Mm. So um, I don't know how to phrase that. <laughs> Do you know uh, what I'm trying to get towards? I, I, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, this is hard. Like, I think this is hard. I think there have been moments where I've been very much like, I just want to go home or I just want to stop working and then do nothing else for the rest of the day. Um, so why am I choosing to spend more hours working almost? Um and sometimes I don't have an answer for that. Um, and I think when you don't have an answer for that, and if you don't have an answer for an extended period of time, um, that could be a sign that something's wrong. Now, that doesn't mean that it's time to quit your side hustle necessarily, right? It could just mean that um, you're burnt out. It's just, it's because of the juggling, you can easily lead to burnout. You've forgotten why you started this in the first place. Um, or it could be that like some things, um, it could be that you're selling the wrong thing too. Um, I, some things should not be monetized, right? Like I think there's also this pressure to monetize your hobbies. It's like they're hobbies. Oh they're God, not supposed so to be monetized. <laughs> like they're not supposed to be monetized. Like I like reading books, but I don't want to get paid to read books because that's going to take the fun out of it. Right. Um, but if you don't know that at first, right? Like sometimes you just, you have to do it and see and then determine if it's not working. Um, I was just talking to this um, girl a couple weeks ago and she was talking about how like she loves baking. And so her and her husband would bake cupcakes all the time. And then they opened a business baking cupcakes. And then they, she realized that like she didn't love it anymore. And it was not about the baking process. It was about efficiency and, you know, how do I do this in the, in the quickest amount of time and all this kind of stuff. And, and she lost her love for the, you know, you know, the joy of baking. And, um, and so she basically scaled it back like in a big way. 
um, and she only does it every once in a while now. So it could just be that like, I would, I would kind of listen to the glimmers, I guess, or mm -hmm. the things that seem not right. Cause sometimes I think, you know, so then it's just a matter of figuring out what's not right about it. Mm -hmm. um, is it the side hustle itself? Is it what you're actually doing? Is it just, you need a break, you know, maybe just kind of sit with it and see how you feel. Um, but even if it doesn't work, I think, I think there's, it, even if it doesn't work, it's not a failure, right? Like right. I like to think of pretty much life in general, but especially side hustles as an experiment. It's all mm -hmm. an experiment. You put something out there, it sells great. If it doesn't sell great, like you're gonna learn from it either way. Um, and you could learn that like, you don't wanna be a business owner, even part-time as part of this process. Um, and, I, and that's okay. So I think it's, it's um, try to be aware of, of what you're feeling and maybe try to dig into the why of it um, and what's, you know, what's, what's feeling off about everything. Mm -hmm. I hope that answered your question. It's such it a does. hard one. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. It was just- No, 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 it's, it's good, but it's like, wow, that's a thinking one. Stop <laughs> <laughs> sucking your business, the thinking podcast. <laughs> So let's let's look at it from the other way about when it is going too well. You mm -hmm. are just making money hand over fist and it's taking up your life. So you come to this crossroads of do I go full time? Do I scale back? And maybe I want to scale back. Mm -hmm. I want to keep this like I really love my day job or whatever reason like what do you, what are your recommendations for hitting that crossroads? Oh, that is, that is tough too. Um, I think for the longest time I have been of the mind that like you have a side hustle and then you grow it and then you make that leap at some point, blah, blah, blah. And um, now I have a, I have a new relationship with that. And I think uh, we all have to come to that decision. Um, I think for me, it, for me, or I guess in general, honestly, I think it comes to maybe your risk tolerance at the end of the day, right? So I am very risk averse. I'm taking baby steps to kind of dip a toe into the risky water sometimes. Um, but, uh, you know, figure out what you need to be able to say, okay, I'm going to quit this and go full time, or, you know, quit my day job and go full time with this business. And I know, for some people, it depends on their comfort level. So it could be, um, I want to have six months of expenses, all my expenses in my bank account. Um, it could be, I want to, or it could be a version of, I want to be making at least this amount of money consistently every month for X months before I feel comfortable taking that leap. Some people don't need all of that. Some people are very much like, I know this, I got this. And they need that scarcity almost to be able to say, um, to do it right? They need that extra push because sometimes it's like, oh, well, if I have no money and I have to pay rent in 10 days, like I'm going to figure it out. And some people are comfortable with that level of risk. Um, I I think there's a lot of pressure to take um, side hustles full time. Um, and I guess I didn't realize how much until I started talking about it, um, about the fact that like, I, I don't think I want to take this full time and that's okay. And like, some people are very much like, well, why not? Like, you should take it full time. And it's like, but I, 
don't want to, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and I and it's actually part of what I try to tell people I work with very much like, you don't have to take it full time and that's okay. You can love your day job and that's okay. Um, but, you know, some people like stability, not that day jobs are stable necessarily, right? Especially not now, yeah. I know, right? Um, but benefits, benefits are huge and, and benefits are a huge reason that some people go back to full-time employment, unfortunately, just because health insurance in our country is terrible, um, unfortunately. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, I would think about all those things and, 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 let, and feel comfortable in the sense that like, if you want to keep it a side hustle, that's okay. And then you can figure out how you can scale, back, scale it back to work with your day job. Um, I think there are just so many different ways to work that there's not like a one size fits all solution for people. Um, and I think it's, it's like, don't be afraid to be a little bit different from everyone else uh, too. And, and it's hard because you, you have these outside pressures. But I think once you understand like your why and what you're trying to accomplish and like what you need in your life to be successful, I think that makes it a lot easier to figure out, do I stay? Do I kind of pivot a little bit? You know, do I maybe cut back my hours at my day job and then do more on the side hustle? Like there's there might be some other ways to um, kind of massage things and kind of puzzle everything together. That's interesting. And I, I completely agree. We've talked about all of the ramp up and all of the like, whether it's working, whether it's not working, but let's, let's start at the beginning, because it's a very good place to start. So <laughs> how do you start a side hustle? Like what are some and I know that that's a really over broad question. So let, let's say it's a let's say it's a digital service. Mm -hmm. What are your recommendations for like the first five steps of starting a side hustle Ooh. like that? Digital service, first five steps. Um, huh, okay, let's see. Well, I would start with your why first. Why, why are you offering the service? Um, I would figure out what the service looks like, right? Is it a, is it a one hour call? Is it implementation a day of implementation like like what does it look like maybe sketch it out write it out what you think it looks like um and if you're not there yet and you're trying to figure out what type of digital service to offer um my friend um Shanae Howard does has this um guide ebook program something um called the 100 people project um, which is actually, uh, it's about, the whole idea is talk to 100 people or a significant amount of people and figure out like, what, what are they struggling with? What types of questions are they asking? What challenges do they have? Um, and from there, you will, you will most likely see some themes, right? Like maybe they all have a question about time or, or you know, how to do a certain thing. Um, and then from there, you can start thinking about, okay, what kind of service could you create to address one of those themed challenges, right? So then, um, so once you figure out your service, then it's like, do you set, set a price? Um, and I know some people when they're first starting, they're not comfortable setting a price, which I am one of those people. Plus I hate pricing. It's just not my, um, not my zone of genius at all. Um, so 
I would think about either doing it for free and only doing a, a limited amount for free. So like I will do my first five sessions for free because I don't want you to get caught in the whole, I'm going to do free forever, like set a limit at the beginning um, and make sure you get feedback from that. Um, uh, just because it's like, if you're not going to get paid, get something out of it that they that you can then use to do better um, the next time or set a low price. So maybe it's, like a third or a half of what you would probably normally offer. And then I would look for your first few clients, right? Like your guinea pigs, if you will. So you can actually try out this service. Um, and you can tell them that, hey, I'm offering this for free or at a low cost because this is new. I'm trying it out. I'd love your feedback on the process, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then I would do those few calls or do those few services um, and then take some time to really view the feedback, think about the service, how it went, how how did you feel, did you like it, like how would you change it, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and then make a decision as to like, is this the service you want to offer, you know, revise it, do all that kind of stuff, put it up, um, and then let people know that like you're open for business essentially. Um, and I think those are probably just some initial steps you can use to get started. Um, and then because the more things, the more action you take and the more stuff that you do, the clearer you're going to get on like your next steps. That was excellent. That oh, was thank you. <laughs> right off the fly. You were like, boom, I got this. One, two, three, four, five. I was like, and you do this. And then you do this. <laughs> so that is my segue into your fantastic guide that I want to hear more about the 21 steps to start a side hustle. Yes. Yes, tell, yes. Please tell me more. Um, so I know that a lot of people struggle with like the whole, like a lot of people come to me and they're like, Jess, I want to start a side hustle, but I don't know what to do. And so, um, even some of those initial steps that I just covered, um, you know, it's just like a checklist of things you can use to get started. Like figure out your why, figure out your service, um, what you want to offer, um, get a website, um, set up a mailing list, like things like that, just to give you those first few steps. Um, to get situated. Um, and then a lot of it is trial and error, right? After after that. Um, so, so yeah, I was very, 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 very proud of my checklist. Um, and you get the checklist um, when you sign up for my email list, um, which is called Jess Picks. And um, it's basically Jessica's picks for the week. Um, so I, every week I kind of look around the web and find like the most useful things um, that I found that week uh, about just about side hustling in general. So it could be about creating, writing, productivity, self-care, um, all those types of things. And then I'll typically also share like what's going on in my life. Um, so if you're on my newsletter, you will know that, for example, I broke my ankle <laughs> back in May and just talking about that journey as well. Um, but uh, people really seem to love that part of my newsletter. Uh, so I include that and I include some articles um, and then I include some loves like what I'm watching or reading or listening to that week. Um, so it's it's essentially it's my labor of love. Right. Like I mentioned earlier, it's the one thing I do consistently um, for my business. And um, even that has become its own thing, which I very much want to build up um, in the future. So that's so, how is your ankle now? <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, so I am out of the boot now. I'm walking on two feet again. Um okay but it's still really hard because physical therapy is hard, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I'm hoping to maybe be back to the doctor said about 80, 
85% um, probably in about a month. So, cause he said you never really get to back to a hundred percent after a break, but um, because you like, age, really? yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Like challenge accepted. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm for you, Jess. I know you can do it. I know, right? I'm just like, really now? Um, but yes, yes, it's doing much better. But even, even that has been an interesting, an interesting journey uh, wow. so far. I can imagine my husband has a terrible sprain on his ankle and it is oh. just like ruined his life. He's just been so, it, yeah, I, I completely sympathize. The foot and the ankle is just, it's not a party. That is a terrible it's, area. It's not. It's, um, I, I saw my x-ray and I'm just like, I'm, I'm essentially bionic now. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to go through my first metal detector. Oh, yes. <laughs> if we ever get to fly again. I know, right? <laughs> I'd be like, uh, yeah, those are screws in my yep. body. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're not tiny little knives i promise they're screws i know yeah they're not coming out <laughs> god i hope not yeah so i want to ask finally what are some books or resources that you love that you would want to recommend to somebody starting a side hustle oh um okay so books um so uh chris gillibo um i love him i met him once he's great um he wrote a book well first of all he has a podcast called side hustle school i think that's correct um but look up chris gillibo's podcast um he basically talks about a different a different side hustle almost every day um so if you're looking for ideas and inspiration for people who created side hustles i check that out um from that podcast he created a book called i believe it's called 100 side hustles so he basically took uh, a bunch of side hustle ideas from the show along with some other ones and put it together in a book which is amazing um i love that just from an inspiration standpoint and it's interesting to see how people turn things that they wanted to do in their life, things that they can do in their life into side hustles. Um, it's really amazing. Um, he also wrote a book called, and why can't I think of it right now? I can't think of it right now, but Megan, I will send it to you. Um, I think it might be called the third way or something like that. Um, but it's essentially about, um, it is a book told in the form of a story, um, essentially about this guy who um, he's working at this job, his, I think it was his student loans coming due. He was about to lose his job. He wasn't sure what to do. And then um, he gets invited to this group meeting where they're talking about the third way of doing business, which is essentially start starting it on the side as a side hustle. Um, it's a really great book about just a lot of the mental stuff that you go through when you're trying to start something like this and managing all of it. Um, so those are uh, a few resources. I'm trying to think of others. There might be others. No, those are perfect. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of his. his so um, he has a lot of great resources for that. Well, let's talk about even better resources. Where can people find you? My resources. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so I am tech biz girl pretty much everywhere on the interwebs. Um, so it's girl with a U. So it's T E C H B I Z G U R L.com. 
Um, you can subscribe to my newsletter, Just Picks there. It's the best way to keep track of like everything I'm working on. Um, and yeah, follow me on social media. Like I said, Tech Biz Girl everywhere because Jessica Williams is not as available as you would think <laughs> <laughs> as a URL. Fair enough. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you can find me. Well, and are there any final thoughts or anything we didn't cover that you want to cover? Um, let's see. Anything else? No, I, I would just say that, like, if you have wanted to start a side hustle, uh, I mean, now's a good time. I'm not saying that you have to be super productive during this pandemic if you don't feel like it, because there, there's pressure about that, too. Um, and yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, who's going to write, like, a novel or, or King Lear during this time? <laughs> like, you don't have to do that. But if you want to and, you know, you have some extra time, I'd give it a try. Like, um Get on my get on my mailing list. Grab the checklist. Ask me questions. Like you know, if if it's something you've been wanting to do for a while, just take a baby step um, to to see how you like it, and then you might find that you want to do more. So, and if you want to do that, then I am here to support you. Fantastic! Thank you so much, Jess. I really appreciate you coming on. Ah, thanks so much for having me, Megan. This has been great. Hey guys, one more thing before you go, could you do me a favor and leave a review of this episode? It would help me out so much and get the word out to other people. If you could just drop a review, I would really appreciate it.